Good morning. Welcome to our daily word and prayer. I didn't realize I was on yet, but anyway, good good morning. Good to see you. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. I know I will as well. I've got a question. Do you view yourself as a winner or a loser? Do you view yourself as like life is hard and I'm always going to come out on the losing end and I'm not very good at things and and woe is me and I bumble around and fumble around and don't do very things very well? Or do you view yourself as like you're going to win? I asked the question, what do uh, Tom Brady, Nick Saban, Michael Jordan, some of these people have in common? They've got what I call swag. When I used to coach, I'd talk to the boys about swag and and I don't mean that in a kind of a term that, you know, where you're, you wear your gold and your bling or something like that. I mean, you walk with a confidence. You walk with a confidence and a sureness. You stand up straight and tall. You believe you're a winner. You believe you're a winner. You believe that nothing you face is going to be able to knock you down and keep you down. It might knock you down, but it's not going to be able to keep you down. Now, some of these guys that I just mentioned earlier in sports, they're not just winners. They're super winners. They expect to win every time, and they do win over and over and over and over again. You love it if you're one of their fans. You're not very happy with them if they're their, your competitor. But God says of us that you and I are to be like that in life. You might not be interested in sports, and you might not even be competitive. That's not the issue. But the challenges of life the challenges of life and how we approach them, how we look to them are important. Can I read to you? We've been in Romans 8, Romans 8, verse 37. But in all these things, what things? Challenges of life. Verse 35, he, he talks about what they are. Tribulation, distress, trying circumstances, distressing situations, persecutions, Famine. Can you imagine living in a famine? Nakedness. Can you imagine not having the clothes? I know some of you here this morning said you're up in cold Minnesota. Can you imagine if you didn't have a coat, if you were outside and didn't have a coat? When I go to India uh, this time, when I go to India sometimes in January, parts of it really cold. And people have like one blanket or one jacket and they, they don't have heat in their house. And nakedness peril, sword. I mean, these are bad situations that, that this is. Paul talks about it's like we're like sheep being led to slaughter. And yet, what does he say here? In all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer. I'm convinced, by the way, that none of us have it as bad as Paul had it. He was shipwrecked. He was flogged, beaten 39 times, lashed 39 times. He was beaten with rods. At times he was hungry, thirsty, homeless. He was in danger. You see, when he traveled from city to city, he, he, who knew? You know, like you're out there in the wilderness, and there's no police protection. There's no cell phone coverage. There's no ability to, to get help. He was in danger often traveling, and people wanted to kill the guy. And yet he said in all this, he overwhelmingly conquered. What's this word overwhelmingly mean? You know, the, the Greek here, and I really appreciate this, this uh, superlative word here, overwhelmingly. It's hard to, 
come up with just, I mean, the translators give it one word, but an expanded translation would sound like this. Are you ready? This is what the word really means. It means we're greater conquerors, superior conquerors, higher and better conquerors. We're more than a match for any foe. We are utmost conquerors, paramount conquerors, top-notch conquerors, unsurpassed conquerors, unequaled and unrivaled conquerors. Boy, that would make a Nick Saban or Tom Brady jealous to be that dominant, that superior, that top-notch, that overcoming. That's what this word means about you, my friend. This is the way we're supposed to be. This is how we can face life even, and Paul tells us, and he'd been there, he speaks from experience, even the worst of experiences. He, could, he had trained his mind to remember something that enabled him no matter what he faced. He could be sitting in a prison. He could be hungry, homeless, whatever. He could be in danger, his life being threatened. But there was something in his mind, something in his heart that reminded him, that enabled him no matter what he faced, to be more than a conqueror. What was that? He knew, verse 38, that nothing could separate him from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing. Nothing. We went over yesterday all those things, not height, not depth, not anything created, not anything to come, not anything present, not death, not life. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. This is why Paul prayed that we would know the height and depth and width and breadth of the love of Christ. This is why he prayed that it would be deep within our soul because, I don't know about you, I, I walk in victory, but I don't know that if, if I'd be able to handle these circumstances Paul's talking about. I mean, the persecution I get is pretty light, and I never really have been homeless or without clothing or hungry or persecuted to the place or distressed. Certainly, I have my trials, and I know you have yours. And they can be hard and pressing upon us. But God is, might I say today, stand firm in the love of God. If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, who can be against us? Think back to times, I'm sure you have them, I know I do, times when I didn't know how I was going to make it. I remember early in our marriage, really wondering, you know, Believe it or not, I didn't have a job, didn't have much money, and I remember, Ross probably doesn't want me to say this, but I remember the only way we made it at all was returning some of our wedding gifts and getting some cash to buy food. We were tight. We, we didn't have much. And I was nervous about it, anxious about it. God, I'm a married man now. My wife's pregnant. How are we going to do this? It's a lot of pressure. But you know, God brought us through it. I'm not even sure I know how. I just know he was faithful. And I know today we're still alive. None of us starved. We weren't kicked out of our home. We made it. Our God is faithful to us. Our God is faithful. So today, I want to encourage you, put on your spiritual swag. Walk with that confidence, that assurance that says, I know I'm a winner. This is not arrogance. Some of the guys I explain. Uh, some of those athletes might come across as arrogant. I'm not suggesting you come across as arrogant. But I am suggesting you come across with an unshakable confidence that the God of the universe is for you. 
an unshakable confidence that no matter what happens, no matter what happens to your job, no matter what happens in a relationship, no matter what happens in your health, no matter what happens in your ministry, no matter what happens, an unshakable confidence. Our God is for us. And no matter what happens, no matter what difficult trying circumstances, even if we feel like sheep led to slaughter, we're overcomers because we are. And indeed, how do we know we're overcomers? Remember, it's the finish line. It's what counts, folks. Where you are during the game is not what people remember. They remember who's ahead when the, that last buzzer goes off. They remember who's ahead when you cross the finish line. They remember who's ahead when the clock runs out. And when the clock runs out, you're going to be with Christ in glory. You're going to be revealed with him in glory. Colossians chapter 3, people will see you. Your enemies will see you. Your adversaries will see you. People who tried to kick you while you're down, they'll see you. You'll be revealed with him in glory. And it says in 1 Corinthians, you will receive your praise from God. That's being a winner. That's being a winner. Nothing can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And if God is for you, who can be against you? And when the race is over, and when life is done, and when Christ comes back, and we enter into all of eternity, rest from our labors, you and I are going to be on that victory stand with Jesus Christ. So walk that way now, overwhelmingly, top-notch. Nothing can stop you. Superior conquerors. Listen, Tom Brady, Nick Saban, Michael Jordan got nothing on you. They're pretty good, but you got God on your side. Father in heaven, we bless you today, and we thank you with all of our heart, praise you with all of our heart for the victory that you've given us in Jesus Christ. We accept it and embrace it by faith. So often, Lord, we, don't, we, we haven't seen it yet. We haven't even seen Jesus risen from the dead yet. But we know one day we will, and we'll see him as, as John saw him in Revelation, and as others saw him and fall at his feet as a dead man. And we'll see you that way someday. But we thank you that you'll lift us up, and you'll be seated with you and in glory forever and ever, and people will see us. And, oh, Father, I pray, I pray we would experience that victory today. It seems too good to be true, but it's not too good to be true. It, because it is true. Father, I pray you would help each of us to train our minds, our souls, our spirits, our hearts to be so fixed on the love of God, so confident in the love of God that circumstances would not be able to get us down. We pray we'd rise above them. Lord, there are things around us that would cause us to cause the normal man to tremble in fear. Cause the normal person to, to wonder what in the world is happening. What's our future like? There's so many things that can get us down. Big things and then just personal things, relationships, money issues, health issues. I pray, Father, that you'd help us to be so confident in the love of God that no matter what comes our way, we could, have, we could face it with 
confidence. We could face it knowing that you're with us. We could face it. Lord, you don't always take us out of it, but you always give us a victory as we go through it. And so we thank you for us. We bless you. Today, Lord, whatever comes our way today, help us remember this message that we are overwhelmingly conquerors because nothing separates us from your love. Hallelujah. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you. This is true. Might we walk in it today? In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? Can I read it again for you, my friend? Today, we are greater conquerors, superior conquerors, higher and better conquerors. We are more than a match for any foe. We are utmost conquerors, paramount conquerors, top-notch conquerors, unsurpassed conquerors, unequaled and unrivaled conquerors. That's who we are in Jesus Christ. Today, believe it. Live in light of it. It'll change your, it, it change your attitude. It'll change your day. God bless you. So glad to have you along today. I hope you, you subscribe if you're new. And if you're not, I, and you come back day by day, I'm so glad to have you here. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Walk in the Spirit. Experience this victory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow morning.